Hi, I'm Todd from Finish Line Financial, and this is Retirement Secrets, where we talk about what it takes to retire like a multimillionaire. I'm a little bit of an old soul. I'm a sucker for black and white movies, early, early Elvis Presley songs, and Johnny Carson reruns. In the old black and white movies, there often was a cocktail party scene where you have a room full of people, where there's a drink in one hand and a cigarette in the other. You've got handsome tuxedos and elegant dresses. Everyone's laughing, swapping stories, and sometimes lowering their voice and offering hot tips. Well, be very careful of cocktail party advice is Greg Kadiff's warning in today's continuing series, Demystify Social Security. Greg, as you may recall, is a certified public accountant and specializes in senior level financial and tax planning strategies. Today, Greg offers you very practical advice with 10 easy questions you should answer before you get advice, or shall we say, get a hot tip on your specific social security situation, because it is not one size fits all with social security. If you have not started receiving social security, then as Humphrey Bogart might say, this one's for you, kid. Welcome back to our social security podcast series. As we continue, today I would like to focus on those of you whom are approaching age 62, the earliest age under most circumstances that you may begin your Social Security, and those of you listening whom are older than 62 but have not yet started your Social Security benefits. Now, as you address Social Security planning, I recommend that you do a fact-finding session together with your financial advisor. But before you schedule that meeting, grab a blank sheet of paper and document your responses to the following. First, are you married or single? If single or married, do each of you have enough earnings of your own to be eligible for Social Security benefits? If yes, jump on the Social Security website and get your most recent earnings statements. If married, on average, is there a wide difference between what each of you have earned over the past 35 years? If married, is there a wide age difference between the two of you? And if so, does the younger or older spouse have a lower average earnings or are your earnings record about the same? Do you intend on working past age 62? And if so, will you likely have earned income greater than $19,000 per year? This one is really important. Do you have personal or family health history that calls into question whether your longevity will reach tabled life expectancy, which is about age 82 for men and 85 for women. Does your retirement savings together with your spouses, if married, mostly cover your planned for retirement lifestyle or will you absolutely need social security income 
to support your retirement from active employment. What is your projected income tax bracket in retirement? Have you ever been divorced? And if so, were you married for more than 10 years? And have you since remarried? Have you ever been widowed? And if so, were you under or over age 60 when you were widowed? And have you since then remarried? Your responses to these questions and the issues raised can be key drivers in your decision as to when to begin Social Security benefits. I'm sure you're already beginning to appreciate that the timing of when to take benefits is far from being a one-size-fits-all decision. So before we go any further, I would caution you about assuming that whatever choice a friend or a family member made necessarily applies to your personal circumstance. As I like to say, be careful of the cocktail party advice. In today's podcast, I will not address widow's survivorship or divorced spouse benefits. These two areas have several unique nuances, so we'll address those situations in a future podcast. Similarly, Social Security disability and other family benefits for dependents of widowed parents are beyond the scope of this series focus. But know that there are special benefits for these special circumstances. As we now take a deeper dive into the mechanics of Social Security, the relevance of the data collection I just mentioned should become more apparent. So here we go. First, assuming your earnings record makes you eligible for Social Security benefits, the longer you wait between age 62 and 70 to start Social Security, the more your benefit is. And everything is computed on a monthly basis. So every month delay earns you a little more benefit. If you live to your full tabled life expectancy, again, as I mentioned before, about age 82 for men and age 85 for women, then the total benefits received are designed to equalize no matter when you started benefits. If you live much longer than life expectancy, delaying pays you more. If you live much less than tabled life expectancy, starting earlier would have been the better even choice, even if a reduced amount since your benefits end with your death. Your Social Security specified full retirement age is based on the year you were born and currently varies between age 66 and 67. Full retirement age is when your benefit, as computed from your earnings record, is fully payable. Starting benefits at age 62 permanently discounts your full retirement benefit by 25% to 30%, depending on your specified full retirement age. Now, the discount is lessened from age 62 on a prorated monthly basis all the way up to your full retirement age. Delaying benefits from your full retirement age up to age 70 earns you a benefit bonus 
of 8% each year and totals between 24% to 32%, depending on your birth year. For example, someone with a full retirement age of 66 would receive 32% more than their computed full retirement age benefit if they waited until age 70 to start Social Security. No bonus credits are earned beyond that age, so 70 becomes the latest you would want to wait to begin taking your Social Security benefits. If you have started Social Security early and continue working beyond age 62, once you earn about 19000 Social Security withholds $1 of benefits for every $2 you earn over the $19,000 limit. So is there actually a potential for you to lose your Social Security benefits? We're going to explore that and other topics in our next podcast. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Retirement Secrets. If you want to learn more about how to retire like a multimillionaire, please visit our website at yourfinishline.com. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. There is no assurance that the investment techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Alternative investments may not be suitable for all investors and should be considered as an investment for the risk capital portion of the investor's portfolio. The strategies employed in the management of alternative investments may accelerate the velocity of potential losses. Any guest speakers, along with the companies they are associated with, are not affiliated with or endorsed by Finish Line Financial or LPL Financial.